ladies and gentlemen, on Sunday, Sunday, whoa, Sunday. Whoa, 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 dude, dude. What? It's Saturday. We talked about this. <sighs> on Saturday, June 1st, Lincoln, Nebraska, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles. Come join us at the Friendly Neighborhood Minicon. Featuring local artists and comic creators, Omug Comics, Art of Lee Bachma, and Tank Zombie Studios. All your favorite podcasts, Covert Nerd, Make Attorney a Great Again, Daydream Instruction Manual. June 1st at Rainbow Comics Cards and Collectibles. Doors open at 11 o'clock a.m. With contests and door prizes. Oh yeah, did we mention free admission? Rainbow Comics Cards and Collectibles, located at 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite Number 17, Lincoln, Nebraska, 68512. Rio Blast here, Eternia's only cowboy. This here free minicon is brought to you in participation with your friends, the Last Starfighters Entertainment Group. This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Mega, making Eternia great again. I am Eddie, Prince of Daydream Destruction Manual and Defender of the Podcast Arcade. This is Carl, my goat-kicking friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic microphone and said, By the power of podcasts, I have the power! I have the power too! Carl became the mighty goat kicker, and I became E-Man, the most podcasting man in the universe! Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the podcasteress, Jeff at Arms, and Dorko. Together we defend the podcast arcade from the evil forces of boredom! Mega! Welcome to a brand new episode of Make Eternia Great Again. This is Eddie. And this is Jeff. And today, we're back in form, back in a good form. That's right. Good form, Jeff. We're in a good rut. Yes. I love this rut. You do you love the rut? I love the rut. Um, we're back in form today, and we're doing another uh, redo episode. With an X. Reduch. Reduch. We are doing Mechanic Redo. So please fire up the original Mechanic episode. Get all that in your brain from our from our show, not someone from, else's. From I think episode ten, something like that. Way first, back, first wave. Yeah, first wave, if you will. <laughs> first wave of Mega. And uh, get ready for this one because we're going to give you some uh, new thoughts on Mechanic. Hi Jeff. Hi Eddie. Good morning. It's a good, good, good early morning. Good morning. You're here sipping coffee. This is your morning mega. They morning mega. <laughs> they discourage drinking things when you're recording. Yes, but sometimes I still do. Yeah, yeah. So I saw. I, I apologize for all the listeners for any slurpees. It's all good. And burpees. The burps. Oh the, man, if we were doing burpees, just people rip, would turn it off. Just rip one right into that. <laughs> so I mean, it's been a clip. We've been really busy. And uh, we also have been to uh, Grand, yep, Comic Con. We had a couple of fun interviews. Yep, uh, we had some a, a guest show with uh, Mr. Lee Searcy. Yep, um, and all that fun stuff. So, but we're back. 
we're we back, back to our normal back to the normal thing yeah we yep. still even have a list of people who want you know request to be on the show and stuff yeah. so we have a lot of just a lot of stuff in the hopper you know but sometimes you have to no offense to those people but sometimes you just kind of have to say let's pause for a second yes let's go back to our roots let's kind of have some fun for a second take a deep breath and then we'll come back to it. You exactly. Know? So, and that's exactly. what we're doing. That's exactly. what we're doing. Yep. Um, so, we maybe get this uh, housekeeping out of the way in the very beginning. Yep. Uh, please continue to like, comment, share, email. Please, we love the feedback. Uh, share us with anybody you think would enjoy our show. And if you have any suggestions of any characters, any direction you think that we could do on the show or anything like that, yes. by all means, give your comments and stuff. We'd love to hear it. Please do. Yep. Fun time. We love the interaction that we get. It's so, so much fun. So enough of that. That's right. Let's get into it. Mess. Let's get into the stretchy neck. We're going to get your neck muscles ready. <laughs> get your Start doing those burpees we talked oh, about. Oh, man. Crank that up. We're going to talk about mech and neck, and we're going to first start off with the cartoon. Le cartoon. There it is. Every time. Every time. Don't I say le toy as well? We, we, we pretty much go French on every single We episode. need to. <laughs> we should still do we were, a French episode. We were talking about that. I know you weren't here and it hasn't been published yet. It will be published by the time this comes out, obviously. But we were talking about that on the web store yes. episode. As like, <laughs> we're like, we go French on every single Welcome <laughs> to Make Italia <laughs> Great Again. This there is, it is Jeff Harry. <laughs> I am Eddie. Oh, man. Today we talk about Mechanic. <laughs> I just punched the table. Oh, yeah, the mic's not on the table. That's right. It doesn't matter. Mechanic. Le croissant. That's so funny. <laughs> Et uh, Mechanic, man. So, <laughs> right getting into this, and this kind of like goes into the uh, everything, not just the, but the cartoon really imp- like exemplifies this. Right. Is... I, first of all, what was he, uh, as far as the toy parts concerned, was it wave two? Wave he was three? wave two. Yeah. 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 Um, for some reason in my mind, it was like he was towards the end, but I don't think he was. As far as waves are wave, waves. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I remember him being in, in there early on. Yeah, so do I. I don't With think, his silver boots. I don't think he was wave three he may have been wave three he might have been but i'm i don't know listeners welcome to mega <laughs> welcome to morning you didn't mega. come here for our deep encyclopedic <laughs> what day the toy came out but so anyway what what i'm getting at is in my opinion mechanic is probably one of the more like pristine examples of the philosophy behind um he-man motu uh, everything. It was like, let's make a guy whose neck goes up really high. <laughs> and right. they're like, why? Because we can. That's right. Um, so the cartoon was interesting because they had this toy. This is really, I do want to get, I, I, that's, he's one of the main characters, even though he's not one of my favorites. I, I, I still love him, but I would want to sit down with the creators and just be like, tell me about this guy. What came yeah. first? Toy? Clearly the toy. I mean, like everything, the toy kind of motivated the whole thing. But, like, the story behind his power is so forced. (laughs) It's so forced. So So he shows up in a few cartoons, not just one. Yeah, three. Uh, Three cartoons. Three episodes. And the one that I'm uh, invoking is, I think it's To Find a Son or To Help a Son. Yeah, Search for a Son. Search for a Son. Yep. There you go. Yep. Um, and no, he's not looking up in the sky for astrological bodies. <laughs> no. 
He's not. That's why he wears those goggles. That's They're right. like eclipse glasses, right. so he doesn't blind himself. <laughs> what are you doing, Mechanic? Eclipse. Goggles. I'm searching for a son. <laughs> You're supposed to be looking for your son. You know, like Mori Povich. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now it makes an, more oh, sense. Oh, now that you okay makes more sense now. You should have told me that before I blinded myself. <laughs> Mechanic's not the smartest. <laughs> I see the sun every day. I've I see been it trying all to day. tell you. <laughs> tell me to search for it. It's right there. It's right there. Come there's, on, guys. Two of them. I can't be the only guy here. Come on. So Mechanek, in this in this cartoon, uh, search for the sun. They basically establish what you would loosely call his origin. Yeah. Um, in the filmation verse here, and the idea was he's a normal dude whose voice still sounds like a robot. Right. I want to point out. And he's just chilling there in his full mechanic getup next to his son, who looks like he's straight out of like, like, uh, like the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Like right. he's just with page boy haircut. Yeah, he's rocking the He Man. <laughs> yeah, haircut. And he's like, I love hanging out with you, son. Play your flute. And the son's playing it. Do 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 do. And then he's like, I love playing the flute, Dad. Maybe I'll play for the king one day. And the tone in Mechanic's robot voice is like. Don't get carried away, son. You're not that good. <laughs> You're, no, but it was very much like, maybe yeah. that'll happen. Who knows? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this this tornado whips up, essentially, the storm. that And Mechanic's like, I've never seen the wind come up so fast like that. And then it looks over at his son, and he is holding onto a tree branch, and it's just <laughs> up in the air. And it's like, he goes... <laughs> Look at this. Oh, oh, my kid. <laughs> Daddy. And they just kind of like, they don't explain, just like with filmation, they just say, expect this. Right. Deal with it. Right. Like, why is he a single dad? Why does he have a robot voice? Why is he kid? Why does this kid weigh as much as a tissue? <laughs> like, he's just. I should have fed him more. <laughs> <laughs> I should have put weights in his boots. So he's up in the air. Daddy. And the wind just takes him off. And the, the scene of his son tumbling through the air is probably one of the funniest. It's it's sad. It's supposed to be tragic, but I started laughing out loud. I couldn't oh, help man. it. He was tumbling through the sky like, Daddy, you're a dad. You're a bad father. Oh, man. That's and funny. it's like, and then Mechanic and Man at Arms's narration of his backstory is so like, like he's just not in it. Right. Uh, I, I, I want to back up a little bit. So the way the episode starts off, this kid is playing Frisbee with Mechanic. And of course they couldn't just make it look like a frisbee. It had to be like a techno frisbee. It had like like all these lines and right. like weird angles. So he's playing frisbee with with Mechanic in the attorney in courtyard. And because Mechanic's got nothing better to do. Right. And the kid's like, I love playing with Mechanic. Nobody throws a frisbee like him. I'm paraphrasing. Sure. And and Man at Arms is like Yes, playing with you reminds him of his son, and it makes him sad. That's what he said. <laughs> Dude, I'm not, I'm not making it up. I'm not making Boom. It. He's like, actually, I forgot about it, but thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way to go, like, Duncan. Like, ah! <laughs> Duncan does it on purpose. <laughs> he, like, well, secretly hates Mechanite. And, like, he inserts himself into this child's joy. Like, yep. it's like, like yes, and uh, him playing with... I'm glad it makes you happy, because it's a living hell for him. <laughs> It's a living hell for him. He's dying inside right now. <laughs> and so the kid's like, tell me more. And he's like, he's like, he's like, it reminds him of playing with his son. And he's like, I've never met him. And I was like, kid. And yeah. then like Megan and I was like, that's because he's dead. 
That was like the was a horrible father and he cheated on his wife daily. <laughs> He's really asleep at the wheel. Mechanic. He's not the greatest role model. But so Man at Arms launches straight into his backstory. And like there's so many like social protocols that were violated. He's like, hey Mechanic, this is kind of a sensitive story. Do you do you mind if I share this? No, he just does it. He's yeah. like He's, he's picnicking with his son. So fast forward, his son's tumbling through the air. Daddy! And he's like, my son! And then uh, man-at-arms is... Uh, and then he goes, he's searching for his son, but he injured his neck badly in the windstorm. And it, all, the only indication his neck is even a thing is that Mechanic puts his hand on his neck one time. Yep. He's like, ah! <laughs> this pain is unbearable. Ow! ow. I looked left. And Oops! It, <laughs> I slept wrong. Can somebody fix my neck? Duncan's like, got it. Dude, <laughs> I'll do this. Dude, the gleam in his eye. I can. <laughs> and so this is what I'm building up to. I bury the lead a lot. I figured that out. It's what I do. But um, so he he there's a scene that happens when he's like, and the pain became so great he could barely take it. And then it shows Mechanic touches his neck a second time. So I was wrong. He touches his neck twice. It's like the pain is unbearable. And he just falls on his face. <laughs> He just slumps to the ground. Just boom. Knees, face. <laughs> and I forget how many frames Tom Cook said that they animated it at, yeah. but I swear if you watch that animation, it's like maybe two frames. That's it's just hilarious. like boop, boop. Like, <laughs> knees, <laughs> face. <laughs> exactly. knees, and so. That was me in college. And then as soon as he hit the ground, they didn't even show like the passage of time. Like, he was like, uh, uh. And then half a second later, man, and then I showed up. And Man at Arms is like, shows up in the frame. What's up, baby? <laughs> I'm going to make that neck <laughs> look good. And Oh, man. He's got like a barber shop thing around. His <laughs> I picture him like like Sweeney Todd. He's like got a butcher knife, and he's just like, I'm going to fix that neck. I'm going to do it. So, oh, that's funny. So I was like, was Mechanic his first victim? I mean, was he his first? <laughs> his first victim. <laughs> As far as his, experiment. his his infatuation with making people into cyborgs, was he the first one? I think I he was. Know. He might have been. I mean, we need to make a list. That's yeah. the series we need to do next. Ooh. This should be the kickoff. I just realized this should be the 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 monstrous house of men at arms is. That's pretty good. Ma- <laughs> magnanimous <laughs> machinations. <laughs> He's his like, house of horrors. He's wearing a he's wearing a butcher's apron. It's <laughs> his blood and like wires. Apron. <laughs> he's got a he's got it's like, like a s- smoking a big fat cigar. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Me- Mechanic's head with neck is dangling in the background. You're a monster. <laughs> All we needed was help. Stay we needed away. a doctor. We needed a doctor. <laughs> I had a headache and look what he did to me. <laughs> exactly. Squeeze comes in like I just wanted a hug. <laughs> He stretched me out for miles. Dude. Roboto, I never asked to have a human heart, but he gave me one anyway so I could know pain. <laughs> but Oh, man. Everybody hates Duncan. They all run away when he runs. <laughs> don't admit. Do not admit you have a fu- like a That's something right. hurt when you're like, around oh, Duncan. Oh, man. I stubbed my toe. Ah! What he's I picture, ripping your leg off. What I picture was like Tila like breaks her arm and like and he's like, oh Tila, are you okay? No, I'm good, Dad. I'm good. I don't need it. Nope, I'm good. It's, it's I can, flopping around though. Daughter. I can fix that arm for you. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> nope, I'm fine. I'll just splint it. Oh, I can I can fix that permanently. I can make that arm wonderful. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm fine. So coming back, uh, so the cartoon. <gasps> what if Duncan is actually Thanos? 
Oh. Because he does that with his daughter. Yes, with Nebula. He's like, I'm going to make Tila perfect. That's right. Just has her <laughs> Duncan robot walks Tila. in with a gauntlet on. Everybody's like, I knew it. Maybe it explains why she was so tough on Adam, though. It could be. Yeah. She's like, you're not perfect like me. My dad made me perfect. <laughs> My dad made me <laughs> I'm gonna perfect. make you perfect too. That's right. Um that, that's why secretly he was sad to see Faker get beat up. He's like, mm. Yes. Um, so coming back, uh, so in this episode, it basically shows, surprise, his son's not dead. <gasps> Whoa. Because we're not gonna do that. Oh man. Like, like as a kid in the 80s, my mind didn't go there. Like, like, man, he that, that kid was blown away so high. He was like doing cartwheels in right. the sky. Like with that velocity, if he got slammed into Cartwell's like cartwheels in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so where was he? I forget his son's name. Mac and neck, son in the sky. <laughs> in the sky, he's gonna fly high. <laughs> he sees Stratos flying by. Does he catch his son? No, cause he's a jerk. Because <laughs> Stratos is on the Wind Raider. <laughs> There's only a seat for one. Stratos flies by. That looks painful. <laughs> Just keeps going. You should be flying on something, not by yourself. <laughs> you dummies. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So his son's not dead, though. He's apparently blown into a whole different part of Eternia. So apparently he didn't look enough mecha neck. That's right. what I'm saying. Once again, bad, bad dad. Walk around. He should have got better legs instead of a bigger neck. Got those silver boots. Jeez. Put some miles on those no things, kidding. dude. So so the kid gets found by this like like um, duke, this evil duke. Okay. In this one land in Eternia, and this is where like my memory is starting to fade. But, but um, he's basically the kid is good at the flute. Surprise, Dad! And I'm good at it. He he can play it to the point where people forget things, or he can like hypnotize people. Whoa, so, dude! Play the flute for me now. That's right. I want to forget so take much me out of my, this. <laughs> lift me out of this hell. <laughs> We're recording at work. I'm like, just play the flute, kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thank God. You just see my son Donnie walk in. He's got like my page boy haircut <laughs> wig. He's like, dude, <laughs> that's the sketch. We, we actually do. have like a flute at our house. That's the funny. sketch. We get one of those wigs and we have your, one, of the, one of the Gigans come nice. by and like, just show it randomly. I wish I could forget. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> ah. Oh, man. So the kid is basically the, the evil Duke is convincing this child. He makes this kid basically, he's like, you owe me for saving your life in the storm that broke your dad's neck. <laughs> so the kid plays the flute and the guy steals people's money. Wow. That, that's the idea. So he, he's, he's weaponized this child's gift. And then through, you fast forward the episode, uh, you know, adventure ensues. And then uh, Mechanic is reunited with his son. The scene closes in a very, in my opinion, kind of an awkward, funny thing because the kid, if I had to age this kid, I would say he's probably like 12, 13-ish. Okay. Like not quite in his teens, but beginning teens. Pre-teen. Yeah. Yep. And he hasn't aged since he was blown away. So it's like you... He's, you're, been, he's been gone for like a week and a half. Exactly. <laughs> he like went to the shade exactly. line Exactly. Right like they didn't show him as a toddler. As and a change his clothes. No, it's the same <laughs> outfit. Like you're led to believe maybe a month has gone by. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Like, oh, my son is dead. Where'd you... How far did you look? I walked for about 20 minutes. <laughs> I walked for about 20 he's minutes. He's dead. He's dead. He's so, got to be so gone. I'm over here, dad. No, you're not. You're dead. So he's... Dad, I'm here. So he's holding his son... Like a baby, like cradling him in his arms, but he's way too big to be cradled. Like he's right. just a big, he's a big kid. He's holding him. Ah, oh, my son is back. <laughs> like you said, ripped mechanic. Yeah. And um, 
And then that, and then that's it, credits. And then the part that got me was that the moral was so disjointed from the tone of the episode. Like this whole episode was about like a parent losing his kid and jacking his neck up and oh, getting man. turned into And then the the moral of the episode was remember when I was running from the monster and I tripped because I wasn't looking where I was, was going. going. <laughs> hey, Luckily I wasn't running with scissors. Exactly. I was like, what a Sometimes the moral, which I love the yes. moral. I do. I, I love do. the yep. moral. I love it. Yep. Um, and I almost feel like we need to reintroduce that. I'm serious. Yeah. I we know. We probably it com- should, yeah. Those things, like we said, were never, like, nobody would look at those and be like, right. that's bull crap. I, I love, I forget what episode it is, though, but there's, like, some episode where they're, like, you know, there's, like, some thievery going on, all sorts of stuff. And you're yeah. Like, okay, well, obviously. the, the Don't steal. It's going to be, like, don't steal. And then all of a sudden it shows Adam. and it's, Or, no, I think it was Duncan. And he's like, look, kids, if an adult ever touches you inappropriately, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's like, make sure you go and tell an adult that you trust. And I'm yeah. like, well, <laughs> I mean, a good message, a very good message. But, but it was like, like you, you I had it laid out for you right there. What are I you guess doing? for them, like, how are they going to work that into an episode as a storyline? Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> do we want to go there? There's a villain named Touchor. Touchor, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he man's like, "Hey man, leave me alone. Respect my space." <laughs> nope, I'm touching you. He's like, "Whoa, dude, <laughs> stop it!" No means no. He's just sitting around, lurking around corners like a cre- creepor. Creepor. Ooh. I think Uh-oh. you're in dangerous territory. Mini comic volume two. There it is, volume two. <laughs> Creepor. So, so the uh, the uh, the message at the end was so disjointed. Uh, I need man-at-arms right now because I'm being blind. I was going to say, like, the sun is, like, just cooking your face. It's okay. Bring it on. At this point, I'm just going to hold it up. Look, search for a sun is right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is like the scene oh. from Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark. Um, I need dark glasses. You do. But, uh, but yeah, man. But once again, and this is where, like, we, we sound like we're really whamming on it, but a sweet episode. Yeah. In and of itself. Really kind of forced in so many ways. Like, his neck, I'm going to make it robotic. Right. And then, you know, the way the sun and him. Well, I think, obviously, too, and we've talked about this, that I believe that they kind of wrote the episodes, obviously, for kids. Clearly. They they weren't going to go super deep on it. It was deep enough that a five-year-old got it. Like, oh, man. Because he's not going to be like, that can never happen. Right, you know, a kid's gonna be like, "The wind took me away too." <laughs> I'm telling you, though, yeah, exactly. And then, like from that point on, he's always scared of the wind. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, dude, last time I saw this happen, that kid flew through the air. <laughs> I'm not going outside, Dad. It's super windy. It's yeah. fine. It's like a t- ten degree breeze. Nope. So the leaves blow. Not I know doing what can it. Happen. Not doing Next thing it. is gonna happen. You're gonna have some dude coming over, ripping your head off of your body, and he's gonna shove a big metal tube down your neck. And I, I saw a target over. bag just blow away. I can't in the play wind. the flute, Dad. How am I going to live? I can't play the flute. I'm you never taught some, me the flute. That's right. I'm going to go to some evil villain's doorstep, and he's going to be like, what can he do? I don't know. I'm like, well, get out of here. Then I'm going to starve to death. I'm going to be a street urchin because you can't get your neck straight. <laughs> I wanted to do flu- flute uh, lessons, but nope, nope. You can't do that. All you did is just eat your malt meal. This episode brought to you by Gene's Flute Lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Learn the flute. Don't become That's a right. slave. Oh, man. <laughs> But uh, for anyone who hasn't seen that episode, please look it up. It, That's it, awesome. It is it is appropriately bonkers. It's it's fun. Uh, some of the like I said, some of those big themes are just kind of shoehorned right in, like right. the turducken of like we're gonna get this in there. And uh, but please check it out. Uh, it's fun. And he was also in my favorite episode. 
here, there, Skeletor is everywhere. Dude, the one where he clones love, himself, but they're tiny. I love that episode. <laughs> I so wish that was like real life and there was just a whole bunch of Skeletors everywhere. Me too. Oh my gosh. But that episode is a great one because A, it's straight up insane. It is. It has Duncan get pummeled with a giant strawberry. Correct. Which, who doesn't yep. want to see that? That's right. And then also, it's probably one of the like... Like, it's like a midnight special of episodes. Like, there's almost every character is almost in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, let's They're throw everybody for it. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's exactly. go for it. Not, clearly not everybody, but it's a it's kind of a who's who. Dude, they had a bunch of people in there. Even had Moss Man Moss just show Man, up like, right. hello. What's up, baby? I'm here. I'm out. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like that Homer Simpson gif where he, like, goes in the bushes. That's yes. all Moss Man does. It's like, whoop. Well, and Man at Arms like yells at him. Remember yep. that? He's like, "Why do you hide everywhere?" And he's, he's like, like, "That's it. I'm out. That's why I hide." Because <laughs> <laughs> you always yell at me. <laughs> it's like it's like your grandparents giving you crap for not calling them when you were a kid. That's and right. Like, like this is hey, Grandma. Help. Why didn't you ever call? Because I never mind. This is why. That's right. <laughs> which comes first? That's which right. comes first? My my being aloof or Grandma's disdain? That's right. Mm. Mm. Anyway, well, I guess at this point, let's uh, let's move on to the comic. Let's do it. The comic. The comic book is probably, this one is probably one of the coolest ones. Yes. In my opinion. Well, the art right. jumps out to me. Um, who is it again? Alfredo Alcala. And uh, that style. He is amazing. Is like, it looks so good. It like, is, there's yeah. just like, there's like, even with He Man, like, all their proportions just look so like, that's probably what the classics. Yeah, that's probably the closest probably. version. That's, that's that's the the Skeletor face that I put on my Skeletor because it came with multiple heads. Yes, and so I put so it's always like a a toss up for me because I love the filmation face. Yeah, but obviously it didn't. You know, my toy didn't come with that. You so did, like, didn't. I was like, I have to pick one. I'm like, I'm picking. Yeah, this version because that was wicked cool. Yeah, he's actually kind of scary looking. It looks scary. Yeah. It's very pulpy and yeah. and just it's a it's a throwback look to a more kind of. That's what they were going for with this book. Right. To yep. kind of this more kind of, not creep show, but strange tales yeah. looking like yep. those gold key comics that I'm so in love with that art. But this, yeah, it's gorgeous. And one of the things I kind of pointed out, I have um, in my personal collection, I have the white, the uh, the sorceress who has the whole, like the white get up. Yes. This is where you see that. That's right. Like, here I was thinking that like, well, it was probably the movie. I forgot that in the comic, they showcased her with the white Right. There's no there's no orange yeah, and blue and in there. I've been looking for her and that's that's what's crazy about it is like she's actually not expensive. Right. Like the regular one where she's based off of the filmation, that yeah. one is expensive. Yeah. I've been trying but the, the white one's hard to find. Yeah. And she only goes for like twenty, twenty five bucks. That's she it. wasn't expensive. Yeah. I, and I and, and I, that was kinda of, I was kinda of more happy to find that one. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm gonna steal her. Oh no! There it is, <laughs> thrown down. Oh, it's just like Skeletor. He stole the sorceress. Mega betrayal. <laughs> dun, dun, um, um, and and I remember this comic, but that is when I saw the title. I'm like, this is the one where he fights. He fights off these crazy demon looking things to save right. these eggs, and yeah, and uh, he hucks Beast Man into a lake. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, which happened all the time. Which well, I mean, he was throwing <laughs> Beast Man into every manner Everything. of yep, things. That's right. I just love the look that Beast Man gets when he gets thrown. Yeah. I'm gonna die. That's right. <laughs> um, but I, in this comic, I do wonder how effective Mechanek was being used. Like, right. like I, like, like we said, like right, there's a panel in the beginning where he's like, "Buzz off, Mechanek. I may need you." And and Buzz off is straight up. Like he's like yeah. with you all the way, man. 
Yep. We're here. Got it. But Mechanek has to work in the pun. That's he right. has to be the guy. He's like, we, you can count on me for the long stretch. It's like, like he like man whispers under his breath, I hate you. <laughs> I hate I you hate for you. that. <laughs> I hate you so much. And then, but uh, it's a, gr- I mean, the art in it alone is worth looking at. Dude, the scene of, of Beast Man getting chucked in the lake. What he says to, oh my gosh, I'm going to say this. Go for it. When I get, well, I'm going to say it today at work somehow. Okay. Ah, I'm ruined. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to hear you and I'm going to die laughing. Everybody's going to so be much. like, call 911, that he's in trouble. And I'm yep. laughing. Oh, dude. And and if you look at this, by the way, when he's when Beastman is basically getting out of the lake, half drowned, um, she's like, let me at that Beastman. The, uh, the, qu- uh, the Kex queen is like, let me at that Beastman. He's like, and he's man's. He's all yours, Highness. And the next scene, she's chasing after Beastman with a whip. whip. Yeah. She's about to kill him with a whip. <laughs> whip him to death. Oh, man, that's so funny. And, of course, you know, Mechanek making it all about him at the very end. Look at that one at the very end. He has to have his neck sitting up. <laughs> his neck is sitting up high. Did you know I can raise my neck three feet? <laughs> Didn't want to make sure you remembered. Just remember this. It, it, yes, we get it. It's dude. so fun. This was the to me also one of the classic um, um, instances of them deciding to kind of combine some characters like Buzz Off and Mechanic. They're best friends, right? And that's how, as a kid, you kind of dialed in on that immediately. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then also this uh, this. Almost this like not force, but like it's just like, you know, you need these guys together. So right. so so when you go to the store, it's like, as a kid, you're like, I need. That's my, a good point. My brother had them both. That's a good point. He had Mechanic and Buzz Off together. That's a good point. Yeah. So, but once again, classic marketing. I mean, Gosh, they're best they friends. Dupe you all the time. I, I never mean, had Mechanic though. I was I was big on the Buzz Off, but I never had Mechanic. That's funny. Mm. Yeah, uh, I never had him. But my brother did, and we can move on to that with the toy. But yeah. but this this comic alone, and he shows up in what five total? I think we saw. I think it's five. Yep. Yeah, five of the mini comics. Uh, like I said, the art style in this alone is worth looking at. Yeah, but it's a fun story. It's very kind of simple. Um, uh, he man saves a, helps save an entire race of people. That's so right. they, they're That's what he does. done. That's what he does. And I think they're even made like honorary members of their society. So they Probably. got dual citizenship. Yeah, Tila's now. like, hey, by the way, on your way to Burger King, um, can you stop and save this entire race of people really quick? Whatever. I got it. I'll do it. Whatever. Mechanic's like, you need me? That's yeah, I right. guess whatever. Because you know why? I'm in here for the long stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Everybody just goes. Ugh. <laughs> the one, the one person that thinks he's funny is Attack Track. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's so funny. Mechanic, you're a comedic genius. You're hilarious. <laughs> Mechanic high fives himself. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Mechanic. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. What I loved. One thing we kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of glossed over was the 2002 cartoon. Yes, I know. Uh, yeah, and not to double back, but to just touch just on that briefly, they did. They did feature him. He was a he was a character yep. in that cartoon. Yep. I think that they established more of a backstory. I think he had more of a melancholy to him, like he was kind of like self conscious. Right. I think. I think they said they they felt like his abilities. He didn't feel like his abilities were overly useful. Right. But in that comic, they went ahead and doubled down, like everything. 
was made more extreme. Extreme. Right, exactly. His neck shot up like thirty feet. That's right. It wasn't like a little, like a little. Yeah. He like shoots out of a forest, like looks around. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, wasn't it even in the, in the cartoon? They they started playing with his neck, doing like curly cues and stuff. Like Correct. he could do more. It was more like plastic. Exactly. Man than it was. It was more like plastic. Yeah. Man, so yeah. not to go back to the cartoon, but we do want to reference the two thousand two series, the, the short lived series. Uh, but Mechanic is a character. Uh, was brought back to life in that series too. Correct, and I and he looks it, pretty awesome, actually. Oh, he looks cool. Yeah. Once again, they didn't. And we can get into this with the toy, I guess. But they really did a good job of taking those old designs and kind of putting a new. A they new, did a good job. A new take on them. Yeah. So. But check those mini comics out. Uh, attack, not attack of the insect people. What was it? It is He Man and the insect. He Man and the insect. And people. then he was also in the, the Obelisk. Yes. And then Skeletor's Dragon. Mantana and the Menace of the Evil Horde, and then my favorite, The Treachery of Modulok. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeff. I hadn't eaten yet, but now Jeff. I know. It's all gone. It's all gone. Uh, but yeah, with that, let's move on to the toy. Let's do it. La Toy. I did it. You did it. La we toy. went there. Latoya Jackson. Latoya Jackson. That's great. Latoy. So the toy is super fun. I could talk about the toy for quite a bit because he was one of the ones that we had. And we had and we played nice. with a ton nice. in the 80s. Um, kind of like what you had said, um, we had uh, a kind of a collection that was shared yep. as, as kids. It was loosely shared. Like mm-hmm. we, They still were regarded as our like our own but you could kind of play with them without permit and my brother and i shared a room anyway so it was kind of like a yeah, mixed bag but, sure but uh mechanic was probably one of the several like i never owned him he did but he was probably one of the first figures he had gotten and uh i remember so for us mechanic was almost an extension of ram man okay because we would like basically rotate him horizontally and spin his legs real fast so his his head would telescope super quick and you would knock people over nice with so kind of like a battle ram for a head yeah 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 we gotcha. used him as more of a ramming feature yeah. than we did as a as a spy yeah uh which maybe talks about us as children how we <laughs> we were less less finesse and more brute brute force but well it kind of makes sense though well that and his head and this kind of gets into the design of the toy his head was he had this helmet, which you weren't sure if it was his helmet or just part of his head. Right, yeah. So this is where the whole, like, is it a cyborg? It was a weird, like, origami-looking oh, yeah, <laughs> looking thing on his head. It looked like, if you can think back to the beginning of the movie Bill and Ted, there right. was this, it starts off with this weird hexagonal, or not, not even hexagonal, but this weird, like, geometric, like, cylinder comes down, and it starts to like it, it gets turned into the phone booth, which is what Bill right. and Ted travel yeah. in. But if you look at that thing, it has, it has all these weird facets to it. And we, we we as kids watched Bill and Ted, and we're like, "That's Mechanic's head." <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> For some reason, the the beginning of Bill and Ted and Mechanic's head just combined into oh, one. Man. But yeah, his head was made up of all these angles. And it's almost kind of like confusing to look at as a kid. He has so right. many angles on his head, but for uh, but it, it does come together into a point. Mm-hmm. And we would use that point as like the stabby end of Mechanic. Oh my gosh, he killed him! He held up a bank with a Mechanic figure. <laughs> Empty the register, you get the That's neck. Right. But super fun, and I mean. Once again, we're getting into this, and it's I, I I sound like a completely busted record, but this is another testament to them doing what they did. If you told me as a kid now that Mechanic had the same body of He-Man, 
I would be like, you're dumb, dude. Right. You, you know? And it was like, of course he did. He had the exact same body as He-Man. No variants. Just different color. Just different colors. And he did have that cl- that clamshell armor right. that clipped around him that I think was the same armor that was used for uh, Stinkor. Stinkor, yeah. So that was, you know, that armor was used twice. Yep. And, uh... But the color scheme and that clamp around armor was a genius move because as a kid, I you don't recognize it. No, I couldn't no. tell you. Oh, but he had a club though, right? He had a wicked club. And now that I remember that, that's what we thought was the Bill and Ted obelisk was okay. his weapon. His weapon. It yeah. wasn't his head. It was his weapon. It kind of looks like a like a I don't know like a weird wiffle ball bat. <laughs> it looks like yeah, it looks like a, a like a piece of like like a loaf of French bread with a handle on there it. There you go. <laughs> and he's going to go walk around and hit people with it, but but it does look pretty vicious. You wouldn't want to get hit with it. No. You know. Uh, but it's very unwieldy, and that kind of gets me into some of the toy design too. Um, for the vintage figure, the club wasn't so big and it wasn't so heavy that it did anything really to the toy. But the 2002. Because everything is bigger and badder. Absolutely. I mean, just look, just look well, at Fisto. Master. Uh, just look at Fisto's fist yes. for the 2002 release. It's insane. He has like a Volkswagen bug at the end of his arm. <laughs> but for Mechanek, the club is so ridiculously big that if he don't, if you don't have him posed just right, the weight of the club just pulls him to the ground. <laughs> It's it's hilarious. That's hilarious. They should have made it hollow. I know, right? It's a solid piece of plastic. It is a chunk. You could get hit with that toy and it would hurt. Yeah, that's a sock crazy. full of mechanic clubs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like one sock over the club. <laughs> we held up a bank with a. But but the toy for us was so fun. The vintage toy. He had that dark blue. Oh man, yeah. I'm looking at that. I'm sorry. I'm looking, Dude, looking at that at the... right now. <laughs> it's like seven foot. Long. It's the biggest club. It's it, oh, that's a phone booth with a handle right. on it. And oh, it's like we hit you with this. Um, the toy was so fun. He had that dark blue. Uh, skin, but it was like a skin suit, you know, yeah, like a yeah, because he had flesh colored hands. Exactly, yep. uh, he had that dark blue bodysuit with the silver boots. If I remember right, he had silver fur diaper too. No, right? he had black. Oh yeah, it was yeah. black. Black with the green belt. And then yes, silver boots. yeah, those silver boots, man. I was like, man, I wonder because they could have just gone with black, yes. like he did with this. But they were like, what color should we paint his boots? Silver. <laughs> his feet need to be robotic too. I loved it. I loved it. Silver boots. But it, it, it worked again. Right. Um, he had the red the red helmet with the silver goggles, which yes. once again looked like, you know, as they call them in the military, BCDs. Right. Uh, birth control birth devices. Control, right. yep. That's funny. <laughs> Let me put on my Mechanek glasses. <laughs> See if the, the ladies will date me. That's funny. Um, but, uh, but that toy, man, we loved him. He had the power punch action feature. So he had the power punch. No, wait. He couldn't have because you had no, to spin because it. Yeah, because he it did not. Lifted his right, neck. he did not have the power punch feature. You would twist his waist; his neck would rise up approximately another, basically as deep as his torso was. Sure, uh, and that was it. Uh, but super fun. And then the uh, the two thousand two re release is uh, is where they did that again, and they doubled down because that neck shoots up a little bit higher. Yeah, uh, same th- feature that you spin him, and his neck shoots up. And the added feature on the 2002 release and color scheme almost verbatim. They stuck to the yeah, exact same yep. color scheme, complete with silver boots, if I yep, remember right. Yep. And um, and that armor is molded to his body now. It's nothing you can't you can't remove. Right. It. Yeah. It's just a part of him. Yeah. Yep. But 
Which I think was pretty common for the 2000s. Yeah. They just made like a whole big I think He-Man, you could remove yeah. his harness. Yeah. Maybe. But um, on Mechanek, one of the coolest features, and they should have seen this in the 80s because it would have been so easy, and they didn't do it. But once again, cost being what they are, whatever. But with the 2002 re-release, they made Mechanek's head hollow. And there's a little there's a little window in the oh, back right. of his head, and you can look you, through. You squint one eye, and you look through it, and you can see through that through his visor, that's awesome. and it's all tinted green because the yeah. visor's green, and you can see basically you use him to spy with, and, and that's pretty when, awesome. When you look through because it's green, it kind of tints everything, and it, it just gives you the feeling you're you're looking through Mechanic's eyes. Wow! So a very smart, that's very feature. innovative. Yep. Oh, dude, yeah, I um, love that stuff on that toy. And uh, super fun. Once again, like we came in, I mean, we were grown men when 2002 came. But uh, had I been a child and had that, that would have been insane. I would have lost my mind. Carl brought up on the Web Store episode a very good point. And he said that he thinks that the classics versions are going to get so expensive that guys like you and myself are just going to be like, I cannot, you know, spend a mortgage payment on all these, you know, Classic series, so he thinks that people are going to start looking at the 2000s because right now they're real cheap, yeah. And so they're going to start looking at those, going like, actually, these are actually pretty cool, yeah. You know, so maybe we should start collecting these, yeah. You know, I can see it because the classic figures are cool, but it's also like, you know, you can't really play with it, you know, because it's like I put a big freaking wad of cash down for this thing, and if I move this arm more than four times, it's going to be loose, you know. And so it's like you want to keep your investment, you know. And so, but the 2000s, man, I mean, that was a toy. That yep. wasn't a collectible. It was a no. toy, you know. No. And so, and they had cool features, man. If I'm telling you right now, the feature, the Castle Grayskull mm-hmm. was so awesome. Yeah. I just wish it didn't look like a smashed in face on a pug or something like that. Dude. It, it looks dumb. <laughs> But it is so cool. The innovation behind it. I agree. It is so cool. Like, if I could, if I had the time, and I mean, I'm sure it can be that hard, but if I could take out all the guts, That's all right. the circuits, and, and the, put it in the, put it in the old one. one. Oh. Oh. But yeah, for people who don't know, the figures, not all of them I found, but a lot of the figures had chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they redundant, not active. They weren't, like, powered or anything. Right. They had, like, the, like what you, like, your fobs for work or whatever. Correct. Had a little chip in the foot of these figures, and as they interacted with uh, certain things, not just Castle Grayskull, certain playsets had those yeah. features too. But Castle Grayskull would be like, "Hello, Mechanic, you're here. You know, use your periscope vision, Mechanic," and like, and they would interact with the castle, that's and the so castle cool. would respond. That's so so cool. it was insane. And so I agree a hundred percent. Like that might be the secret sleeper is like some people collecting. The 2002 series. I think personally, the bottom is going to fall out on the vintage, on, on the classics figures. Yeah, you think so? I think, I think so. I think eventually people are just going to be like, I like what Carl had said. Well, like what? Yeah. You know, the, this is too it's much. Too expensive. Yeah. And then they'll just kind of sit stagnant, and then yeah. the prices will eventually come down because yeah. people can't sustain that kind of. Yeah, thing. we'll have to see. We'll have yeah. to. It'll be. It'll be interesting to see. If, if they get this movie out, what yeah. happens? Yeah. Because I have a feeling what's going to happen is is that they get the movie out, they're going to put out a whole new toy line. Mm-hmm. That's going to take precedence uh, with this generation of children. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's going to re-kick up a whole bunch of dust of people of our age that are, you know, they, they don't, 
they don't watch the cartoons. They don't, you know, they're just sitting there at their normal jobs and like, oh yeah, I remember He Man. Yeah. That'd be cool. And then then it's gonna go nuts. Yeah. You know, I think that's I think we haven't seen the true the true like prices of these classics rise yet. Yeah. You know, there's been a, a slow climb, you know, little spikes here and there with like the toys toys that made us and things of that nature. But um there's definitely like a big buzz about it right now. But once that movie comes out, I think it's gonna go pew, yeah. It's going to skyrocket. And then I think that's where it's going to drop out. Yeah. Because you're going to get a whole bunch of those, you know, cubicle guys that are like, yeah, I want to get this. Holy crap. $400 for a Modulock? <laughs> well, and I, I don't mean, think so. And I mean, the new series might do a thing that is kind of typical for old, older franchises is it will just kind of do away with some of those characters that were sure. so bonkers right. in the 80s. Yeah. And then what will happen is, I, I think personally, Guys like Modulock, heck, maybe even guys like Rio Blast will just kind of like fall fade into memory because Probably. because people like us will remember them from when their original incarnations. But like when the new movie comes out, I mean, think about like what Avengers has done. Oh yeah, like yeah, Thor, like the the like the original Thor movie, the TV movie with the, yes. with the Incredible Hulk. That's become kind of like a funny meme, right? More than anything. Yeah, and then you move forward another ten years, and that's going to be like faded into memory like Correct. it'll be like ah whatever there was a weird Never cheesy really thing happened. done and, yep. and I'm, that's what i think and, and I, good or bad i'm i'm excited that the new, the new movie is coming yeah, I'm almost excited too to see the vitriol from fans who are like just still never. They're already losing their mind. Oh my gosh! And no offense to anybody, I mean you you have every right to have your own opinion and stuff. But that Noah Cantrell or whatever his name yeah. is, I'm gonna butcher it. But um, you know, everybody's like, oh, he better hit the gym, better get the roids pumping. And I'm just like, okay, after you've watched Endgame, no spoilers here, but after you've watched Endgame, clearly. They can do a CGI He Man yeah. and make it look real. Right. So right. I'm I'm willing to bet the farm on it that he's gonna be Prince Adam and he's gonna change into a CGI He Man. Yeah. I mean, there's no but the other thing is too, is like, you know, if you've actually seen the guy yeah. act and stuff, he's a really good actor. Yeah, he's clever. He's got he's a great funny. look. He's yeah. a big dude. He's not like buff. No. But he's like six four. He's yeah. a big dude. So I mean, if he did hit the gym. Plus, I got one word, Chris Pratt. Right, Chris Pratt. He yeah. got hired to be Star Lord. He was three hundred pounds, a doughboy. Yes, and it was a joke. People right. were like that guy, right. but he had the benefit of no one knew who Star Lord even was, yeah. and so, but he got ripped. Yes, he did to be this character, and it's like, and everybody just stopped talking. Yeah, and I think back to Hugh Jackman. He's too oh, tall. Man. He's too. Uh, he's not. And then, like right now, no one would even dare. Well, say and Hugh even Jackman. with just camera angles and stuff, they yes. can do some cool stuff. Look at Tom Hardy playing Bane. Yes. He looked like he was six six, four hundred pound, muscle bound dude. Yeah, and he wasn't. He's, he's like five, five nine. Yeah. You know, and he was like your size. No offense, right? But but he was your size. You right. know, and it's like, but the way that they did the cameras and the way they did the lighting and stuff, he looked enormous. I mean, no offense, know? which way? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> not saying like you're big. I'm not saying you're happened. tiny. I'm, oh. That's what I'm saying. I'm a little guy. I'm a little because you're, you're not tiny. You're you're an average sized man, and that's sure. the thing. They took an average sized man, I mean, who, look a giant... who, who would hit the gym a little right, bit, right? And they made him look enormous. I mean, exactly. if you see Tom Hardy. In um, um, Band of Brothers, that was the first thing he was ever in. He looked like 
a 15 year old yeah. little kid. Sure. He's super skinny, you know, whatever. And then to go from that to where he is now, now he's like a normal looking guy. Yeah. So he just kind of hit the gym for a little bit, probably did roids, you know, for a little bit, probably. no big deal. But then he's like a normal guy again. I mean, it can be done. It can be done. It can and, be done. And the kid is like 24. Right. I mean, he has that 24 year old, exactly. like he's going to get ripped and big. Yeah, and yeah. so whether it's camera angles, CGI or a yeah. combination of everything, it's, I, I don't have. Yeah. I think they think that they're going to see like some dude or like the armors hanging on him and stuff, yeah, they're you not know, gonna do that. And it's like, they want, I think people want to see like a dude built like the rock, you know, with a page boy haircut playing he-man and it's like okay you have to just you know do what you want have your own opinion but in my mind it's like let's just see what they got he has to be able to act yeah and this is where people forget stuff they forget the a lot of people who form opinions of this stuff don't think of it in the framework of somebody who's actually making a movie right they think about it as a one-dimensional he doesn't look the way i think exactly and that's the thing if you think about it if you go back old school and we're going to talk about marvel again if you go back old school and look at tony stark in the comic books and every every other depiction of tony stark you would never think of robert downey jr sure okay now he redefined Iron Man. Yes. Like I see stuff from back in the day and I'm like, mm, that doesn't look like Iron Man. I'm like, cause Robert Downey Jr. took it and made it his own. And yeah. now he's amazing. At yeah. It, you know? And, uh, you know, so I think I'm not saying that this Noah guy can do that, but there's a possibility that he could. I mean, I'm, again, same thing with Tom Hardy again. When I think of Bane, he nailed that character, man. Yep. And a lot of people are like, how the heck's Tom Hardy going to do this? I'm sorry. That was an amazing character. I agree. I get more excited when the casting is a little bit what you wouldn't expect. Yep. Because then it makes you wonder what they're doing. Exactly. And it, they got to play with it. Right. They got to yep. do yep. it. They got to make it interesting for people to see now. Yes. That's just the bottom line. And right. that's my opinion too, but you're just not going to get whatever you pictured in your head, yeah. you're not going to get. Exactly. So just, to just roll with what they're going to make and have fun. And, and that's the thing. And, and how many people are Star Wars fans? Tons. Right. You know, and I personally like when they find somebody that has no name to himself and they come out and they're a great character, a great actor, and they boom, explode in that role. Dude, you Daisy know? Ridley. Yes. Like, like my family, my especially my children, not even children now, my the older teens and my youngest daughter, they, she is Luke. Yes. She, she is their Luke. Yes. And they can't, you know, but we, who was she? I mean, I'm sure like she obviously has a resume, but we didn't know who she was right. before this. And so, yeah, having someone just come screaming out of left field who is fresh and fun and can bring heart. Yeah. That's what I'm really concerned about. Me too. Like, Me too. I want He-Man to have a heart. Yeah. I want this to feel like it doesn't need to be cheesy, but it needs to have some sense of, like a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a wink to the camera, nothing crazy, but right. like I want to have fun, but I think I, I, I'm excited 100%. Yeah, I don't think so. that they're going to go full blown rated R. Like, no. He man's cutting people no. in half, like Conan. I do want Mechanek. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see what happens. I want Mechanek in the new movie. That's if right. they don't have Mechanek, I'm going to be mad. That's right. And Snout Spout. <laughs> and Snout Spout. That's right. Um, well, at that point, we should probably put a pin in this sucker. We're going to turn into a pumpkin pretty soon. That's right. Um, like we had said in the beginning of the episode, uh, please feel free to uh, like and share, and and uh, please continue to uh, do what you're doing best, supporting the Megas. We appreciate all of it. We do. Very much so. And uh, until next time. Good journey. Hello. Yep, you're good. Welcome to... 
<laughs> fart makes farts great again. That's right. Uh-huh. Ready? Test, test. <laughs> yes, we're good. That sounds good. Yeah.